Well, look who the cat dragged in. Look who <laughs> finally decided to show up. I'm sitting here for I, nigh on two hours now. Well, the information that I was told was, you know, oh, I have things to do after work. And I said, okay. So I planned my, you know, my day. I see. You know, accordingly with a timeline. Well, I don't appreciate that. When I tell you it's time to podcast, <laughs> I expect your ass in the chair. <laughs> well... <laughs> decide to become a human around two o'clock it's like okay well i need to go to, to target and get ear swabs so let's go walk down that way and then go get lunch wow when a hardly essential errand finally dragged your <laughs> ass out of bed well long I, afternoon well no you know out of bed you know the scramble was oh my god what wh- what happened where are we oh we just passed out on the couch oh okay let's go to bed okay so then you got to wake up at 11 with real rest oh that's what happened huh yeah you came home a little late and had a had a little couch time <laughs> had a little fall asleep a on little couch eight hours on the couch time <laughs> yeah. correct not eight six six on the couch mm-hmm. two in the bed yeah that's the that's the classic ratio yeah that's that's will's golden rule for (laughs) Uh a a fine night's rest a good night out means at least six hours on a couch yeah leave your sweaty drunk head all over the communal pillows (laughs) for a a long period of time (laughs) and then move it on move it on into the go oh god we gotta we gotta go over there okay wow you must have been having fun i heard there was some uh i heard there was some two spirits causing a lot of problems (sighs) Listen, I, I I don't know what I don't know what you know the they's were do the they's were what mm-hmm. we did, through process of you know elimination and casual guesswork. I was like, I think they're grad students because they had the like affected like let's let's fuck up a good everyone wants to have a good tattoo like it was that and I was like, I think they're like probably twenty four to twenty six. Oh, okay. They were out there Assholes. irony maxing yeah, at the bar, uh-huh. and they were theys. One of them was, and was screaming into the microphone to the point oh, where no. like people would walk in and then be like, nope, and walk out. Really? And For a long period of time? They didn't just have one song up there? They no, kept they it kept going? going up. Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Is there a point where a bar that is uh, you know, facilitating the karaoke will eject a person like that when when they're like you are losing us business yeah sir the bar- or they or them yeah the the bartender basically was like what the fuck yeah you can't do this you fucks so yeah i would assume that's in nobody's best interest yeah and- he's like that's my money walking out of the door yeah. how dare you um so yeah but apparently it wasn't bad enough to prevent you from hitting the couch Oh no, not at all. I mean, here's you must have gotten home late too, because I was a little bad boy and I stayed up late. Oh, so you know, mm. Mm. we got we got home. What time? I don't know. I was blackout by that point. I don't remember. Um, yeah, it was it was uh, Billy. You did, you've never met him. No, no, no. Billy sleeps on the couch. Will <laughs> sleeps in the bed. <laughs> there was a sack of Taco Bell that was not remembered that was ordered again i didn't this happened not even a week ago i didn't do it i didn't say anything because i didn't want to shame you i didn't do the order now that we're on the podcast i didn't do the order that was not me wow the last time wasn't you either no adam did the order this time jesus christ wow and he's like who got up to open the door i'm like i don't know but i don't have pants on so i don't know i don't want to get involved in your personal (laughs) affairs but i don't think it's a good relationship to be doing the 2 a.m taco (laughs) bell i don't think it's good for you to have a second creature in your life (laughs) supporting that habit Uh, i think we might need to we might need to send you both to to therapy to fat camp yeah Mm. Yeah, you no. have to go and talk to the little uh, chihuahua from the commercials <laughs> about your habit. No Kiero. No, no Kiero. No Kiero, 2 a.m. I apparently had a bagel. Jesus. Where I got a bagel at what? 2 in the morning. Don't what are know. you talking about? <laughs> there's Jesus apparently a 24-7. You know, there's foods for this. There's things like chopped cheeses. You know, you could hit a street meat cart, but like a bagel. We're, you know, it's not <laughs> Russian daughters. Everything bagel with veggie cream <laughs> cheese was what? my... 
What a weird order. <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking? Were you like, you know what? I'm feeling a little fat in my drunk state, but you know, I don't want to be unhealthy. So. I gotta get those those the fiber in somehow. Yeah, we gotta get those poppy seeds and <sighs> yeah. my god. Well, that's a hell of a night. It was fun. You know. And then today you're wandering around. You're yeah. wandering around the park. Yeah. Okay. I had donuts in the park. Oh, that sounds nice. It was really nice. A nice follow-up to the Taco Bell and the bagel. Yeah, yeah you have thought <laughs> at 4, 4 or 4.30 in the afternoon, restore your body to you know the natural state. Wow. I don't want to drive this point into the ground, So, but in a span of about 10 hours, I think you had 6,000 calories and a hell of a lot of salt. A lot I, of salt and fat. There was no acid and heat I, in, the, in those Again, meals. the Taco Bell order was not mine, so it, okay. I did not have any. Oh, wow. All right. Did someone have it at 11 in the morning? Yes. We'll, you know, not, we'll protect the, the identity. Anonymity. <laughs> anonymity. <laughs> um, but, oh, man. There's nothing I love more than a cold chalupa in the morning. Yeah. I was like, oof. oof. Oh, so. boy. You might as well just eat throw up. That's pretty bad. We must have discussed it before, but Taco Bell's shelf life it's to me great, is, yeah. is, I mean, it's minutes. You're counting in minutes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. You, know. you don't have an hour, let alone a few. You have about 37 <laughs> minutes in yeah. order for that to go from solid to, you know, internal. I mean, in my opinion, even getting it delivered is out of the question. Mm. The one on Broadway delivers in about 15 minutes. All right. That's mm. great. Well, hmm. yeah, so that that's that was my day. It was great. Wow, no wonder you were late. You're just running a little behind. I'm just a little behind by like three hours, yeah. Yeah. You know, I've said many times in the past, I always wish the day was 27 hours long. I feel like I would get along better with the world Mm. if we had an extra three hours in the day, because I need about that much extra sleep. Yeah. Like, on average, that would just, you know, that would suit me. I could make it to the Mm. bank during normal business hours if, you know, we had three hours on either end of that. Hmm. But uh, I think that's, you know, you're on a 27-hour schedule right now. Yeah, right now. It's yeah. going to be about 4.30 in the morning by the time you get to sleep. No. no. Did a lot of walking today. Mm-hmm. 15, How many steps? 15,000. Okay. That's yeah. not bad. That's not bad for a day off. Actually, that's yeah. tremendous for a day off. Yeah. I love looking at my step count because my week is just nothing but steps. Yeah. And then I just allow it to absolutely plummet. Plunder on, on the days weekends. off. I'm yeah. like, I'm driving everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm in my studio, I'm like, I've got to figure out a way to sit down most of the time. I'm like, let's get this below 1,000. It's like a goal. Oh, I've had days where it's only 300, and I'm like, oops. Oh, yeah. Oops. I mean, my yearly average and monthly average really suffers as a result of this. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, you're walking less, and you're like, how about you calm down, okay? Yeah. Uh, how about we look at those spike days, and mm-hmm. let's consider the variables in this mathematics i know in recent weeks because of all the apartment hunting i had many 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 over twenty thousand step days no. and that doesn't feel good after a while no no yeah <sighs> well mm-hmm. it's the first monday in may do you know what that means international workers day well no <laughs> um we don't care about labor uh it's the met gala tonight is that true yes God, I, uh, to me Maybe it's COVID, you know, with mm-hmm. scheduling issues and stuff. For me, the Met Gala is one of those things, much like Fashion Week, that I'm only dimly aware of and I feel like is just constantly happening. Oh. If somebody told me the Met Gala was in October, I would believe them. If they told me it was in July, I would believe them. It was in no October idea. the first year back because that was like the all clear that, you know, everyone could have an event so, wow. so large. Okay. I was just using <clears throat> that as a for example, but yeah. that must have stuck in my head somehow. Yeah. But yeah, I just feel like it's always happening. But no, apparently not. Yeah, first Monday in May, and it's May 1st. The other thing is I forget that we've been doing this podcast for years upon years at this point. So mm-hmm. we've actually talked about the Met Gala like four times. And I, that, think, I, I think, think that makes me feel like it, it is just a year ago or yeah. something. But no, no, I think, yeah, we we have typically like recorded on the day, which is very funny. Like, oh, yeah, Monday I think we kind of keep doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah, somehow that matches up. But anyway. Tracks. Yeah. Um, what about it? Are you excited for it? I What's w- the w- theme this year? Uh, in memory of Carl. Who's Carl? Lagerf- Carl Ove Nosgaard? Definitely not. Oh. Uh, uh, Lagerfeld. Who's that again? He That sounds like an architect. Carl Lagerfeld? Yeah. Not an architect. Or a beer maker. No, no, no. Oh. Designer. Head of Chanel. Oh, head of Chanel. He was a t- teeny little man. Had a ponytail. Like white, white head of hair, ponytail. 
was real fat and then got skinny and then fat shamed every model who was over like 92 pounds. Hmm. Big racist too. Wow. Well, you know, if I had a nickel for every manlet with a man bun that was racist, yeah. I'd be swimming in money. <laughs> <laughs> Get a cat named Choupette, a white cat. White cat sounds cool. Mm. I could I could vibe with a white cat. Well, here's the thing. So Did he carry it like a villain? I feel like yeah, a he, fashion he, designer would carry it. I mean, yes, he, he carried it like you know, like this, like a like yes. a bowling ball, but and it would just perch there, just like, Hello, I'm Choupette, I would like to be carried. Yes, yes, yes. Um very Zoolander. A little, yeah. But uh Tommy Hilfiger went basically as cosplay of a of this man who is dead. Like huh. he wore like he dyed his hair more silver and then like put on like a tall collar and like carried a white little bag as the cat. That seems like a risky maneuver. Like maybe yeah. people would respond to the irony well or it's, I guess it's, it's not, not irony. irony. It's yeah. just it's just tasteless. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to me it would be gauche to do that, like a step too far in the avant garde direction. I think so. Yeah. Um but you know, the further step was Jared Leto coming in at full cat costume. Oh boy! The people got to stop inviting Jared Leto to things. No shit. I mean, he just ruins things. He and that guy that plays the Flash. I feel like they're the Ezra two Miller. most threatening men in Hollywood right now. Yeah, those are the real like dangers to society. It's stop true. banning drag shows. Start banning Jared Leto. You know what? And they're Jared Leto. I don't think is a they them. I know Ezra Miller is, but he's riding the line, Leto. So mm-hmm. it further bolsters the theory that they're nothing but trouble. Pretty sure he's the one who got Alessandro Michelle kicked out of Gucci. I don't know who that is either. Yeah, no, he wouldn't. Alessandro Michelle. He he's the one who. That's either a Formula One driver or a fashion. Designer. Yeah, he was putting all the all the men in like pussy bow blouses. What? Huh? Huh? These are words that you, see. See, how does it feel to have words <laughs> thrown at you that you have no idea or any context about? Isn't it fun? Oh man, yeah, yeah. It it must be. <laughs> it's exhilarating, I have to say. Yeah, You're like, like, well, oh yeah. It's the, this is this is for you. Like when I talk about calibers of of weaponry. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know the the SpongeBob meme of oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's along those lines. Mm. Um. Back yeah. to Leto. Yeah. He, he showed up dressed as a cat, like full cat, like someone walked in in a full cat costume. It was like, is that Katy Perry? Because she's worn stupid shit before. Wow. You know, when, when the options are, it's either Katy Perry or Jared Leto, we have, a, as a society, have failed everyone. Yeah, I, I mean, Jesus Christ. It's, all these celebrities need to go away. You know what I mean? Like, the, 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 the Obama years, just they just cling on to everything. You know what I'm saying? What? Like, the, t- the 2010s, like, all these people that got famous from 2008 mm-hmm. to 2016 are just eternal. They never go away. Katy no. Perry? Mm-hmm. Like, why is she still invited to... Th- I Katy Perry know. hasn't released an album forever, and if she did, no one would care. She did, like, Jared two years Leto, ago. you know, he plays the Joker, fucks it up. He plays... He's just in superhero movies now. Is yet he? he's still around. He plays in his dumb band. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, why do they have cultural relevance? Why he are they going it. to the Met Gala? It should be TikTokers. It is. I mean, Ice Spice was there. Oh, Okay. I only know Ice Spice because she did something wrong and people got mad, and then people got mad that she did something people wrong. Got mad at her? I don't know. Did she get? I have no idea who mm. this person is. To be frank, mm. I saw one picture of her, mm-hmm. and uh, she was her name was in the news like a week ago. Oh, I don't know. And there was some kind of backlash to the backlash type of situation, but I didn't bother looking into it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, little Nas X showed up fully encrusted in silver jewels. Didn't he do some other get-up at a, at a Met Gala a year or two ago that was basically that? No, but he was nude. Oh. So he's just in a thong and full body encrusting and painted silver. Wow. That's not really an outfit. Uh, no. <laughs> these no. people just... I mean, I know it's the Met Gala and they're supposed to be a little extravagant, but like these people just sound like they're doing Halloween costumes. It's a little Halloween, you know? yeah. It's not good costuming like you're uh, in Barry Lyndon. You're not doing some like going to a ball 18th right. century Versailles shit. You're doing a Halloween costume. Yeah, pretty Painting much. Painting yourself... I think should be out of the question. Obviously, setting aside makeup for women. Well, Doja but like, Cat just did that. She painted herself red and encrusted her whole head red. And Doja what? Cat also showed up with a cat prosthetics. 
to the Met Gala? Was the theme cats? I don't think you ever answered my question. The theme was Karl Lagerfeld. Why so the, many? So the cat is so much a part of his image. Yeah. That people were dressing as cat. That feels like a lazy. It is. You know, Chanel, that was the brand he was a part of? Yeah. I mean, that's an iconic. Why wouldn't people be doing riffs on their classic the tweed jacket? designs and stuff? Mm. You know? There, I mean, men were showing up in tweed, you know, lady jackets. It seems weird to just pick out his pet. Like, it's very know. lowest common denominator. But I guess that's what the Met Gala appeals to now. Yeah. You know? It's there were, like, teenagers shrieking as people arrived. Mm. Yeah. Chloe Feynman is one of the hosts. Of the like television experience of it, hmm. SNL. She does voices and it's funny. I couldn't name any SNL cast member right now. I don't think is Keenan Thompson still on SNL. Sure is. Then he counts, and Michael Che is still there. I imagine. Uh-huh. And Colin Jost, I would imagine, uh-huh. is still there. Kate McKinnon. No. Okay, then those are the three that I know. Bone Yang is on it. I guess I know who that is, sort of. Yeah. Because of the Shane Gillis. Con- oh, right, controversy right, yeah. Yeah. but i don't like i've never seen anything he's done oh i couldn't i couldn't care any less mm. that he's there but yeah okay so they have an snl person has a, like again uh, the obama years who yeah. are who, who are, are these, these things people? For? yeah i don't know like i i, I really genuinely don't understand it. i Mm-mm. feel like there's genuinely no audience for someone from snl hosting something right now i don't know why that show she, yeah. probably gets less viewers than this podcast has listeners I, at this point like I, people I, still watch it mostly people watch the clips that they post on instagram well that's what i'm saying so, and that doesn't mean shit you can right. get 20 million on a viral clip and that doesn't affect your bank account one way or the other you know i don't know I, it's I, like I, truly baffling to me i don't know this is like you would think you know what i don't know maybe it's just a product of like having siloed media bubbles mm. but i'm like you know this some smart little you know, associate director of the Met Gala, whatever the equivalent position is. Mm. Why has nobody been like, hey, why don't we get the Red Scare girls to host it? That would make more sense. Like, in the current think, media mm, environment? I don't... Maybe that... I think Dasha's... I know Anna's been in it. Well, they did Fashion Week stuff one year. Yeah. But I don't know about Met Gala. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It, it doesn't make any sense on one level, I know, because they just don't have the... They don't have the audience, no. I suppose, but like introducing them to a wider audience is like I, I'm. I feel like that would make more sense. Well, than Jeremy getting Strong some... was there, so you know who's that? The guy from Succession. Oh, Kendall. Yeah. Oh, is he British? I don't know. Aren't they all like British, but they just do bad American accents? Uh, a lot of them are Aussies. Uh, no, okay. no, no, no. I think he's American. He is. He's American, but he's affected because you know, you know, he loves the dramaturgy. Well, he of all people seems like he's putting an accent on. That's why I yeah, said that. Yeah, because he's nuts. Like Tom Wams began, he's he's British, English, yeah. But his American accent is good. It's in okay, its way. yeah. But yeah, I always thought Kendall. I was like, yeah. And I know Shiv is an Australian. Yeah, she's Australian. Yeah, Roman's yeah. obviously American. Uh, Culkin. Yeah, yeah. Um, she apparently lives in Williamsburg somewhere. Shiv. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Man, I wouldn't mind being behind that on the street. <laughs> oh my okay didn't she just like pop out a kid probably yeah she was looking a little oh full are you saying fat will's mm. calling her fat right now well this is not nice don't don't mm. do that <laughs> this is a body inclusive yeah podcast now okay well i'm oh, sorry it's i mean in memory of carl you know i gotta be a little fat phobic oh okay it's in the yeah, air yeah, yeah that's true you know that's true we're just celebrating the Matt gala tonight yep we're just you know in honor of in honor of carl Man, they should just have us do it. Me in a Kirkland hoodie. Yeah, me in a day old Taco Bell. Me in a day old, (laughs) you know, rugby shirt, just going like, "Hey, what you wearing? (laughs) You showered for this? Wow, that's a lot of effort." Uh, For some reason, I'm picturing us too, just like wearing the podcast headphones. Like, no reason they wouldn't really even need to be connected to anything. It just feels like it fits the image, of our characters. It also well, they had these microphones while they're interviewing these people, and for being famous people their microphone holding skills are so low because like none of the audio was picking up i was like oh. what the fuck yeah that's interesting you would think that like people in the media would know what to do yeah or have it explained to them at minimum but no they were all they were all talking into it like this i'm like get that shit closer to your fucking 
face. What are you doing? It's a very common mistake. I, n- I notice that now every wedding or uh, event that <sighs> I go to, the misuse of microphones. People just don't do not understand how they work. Right. You know? It's alarming that, that like, no one ever... Maybe it's like we don't do public speaking in high schools. That used to be a thing that you would teach the children. I guess so, yeah. And I mean, I think to be fair, like I, I think prior to doing this and just understanding a little bit about audio engineering, I, I don't know. I, you just don't think about it. I think people are nervous when they're on a stage. Right. And the microphone is sort of like this nuisance that they wish they didn't have to deal with. I guess. Or they're just not regarding it all. So it's just waving all over the place or it's far from their mouth or sometimes they're too close to it and it's just just blowing everything out. And it's like, guys, just everybody should learn about a fist away from your face. That's what you want to do. If you know that you're a soft talker, get, get up on that pitch. Also a thing I've never understood. Yeah. Why at at live events do they never use the covers for the microphones? Oh, the have pop you noticed filter? that? Yeah. yeah well, that's we don't have a pop filter on. These are not that. The pop mm-hmm. filter is like that disc that oh, yeah, goes yeah. in front because you know one of these the, are technically a poor man's pop filter. It, basically, I forget what the name of these is, but they're just the foam covers for a microphone. I, I am going to insist. The just the tip microphone condom. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> anyway, patent that. Um, <laughs> It, oh, oh. I just had a disgusting image in my head anyway. One of these with a reservoir tip. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. You should make that. That's a giggle. Um, um, I'm going to insist, if I ever have a wedding or have like a public event where somebody needs to speak, I'm going to insist that they put the little foam ball on. Why? It's gross. Because it helps with the sound. One of the reasons that everything's so fucked up when people don't know how to use a microphone mm. is that there's, you know especially when it comes to the blaring into it too close, well, this would help with that a lot. It also doesn't pick up the audience sound. It prevents feedback. I've just never understood it. Even when you see comedians perform live, they don't do it. Uh, and there's got to be a reason for that. If anybody knows why, Leo think, would probably know why. I think Leo, tell me why. I think they're, it's because they can get gross. Like you're just picking up on a lot of spit. No, but you can replace them. They who, cost like no money, and you just take it that? off at the end of every time. Yeah, who wants to do that? You know, I remember hearing on John Roderick's podcast many, many years ago when he was playing live music, he would say some of the like scuzzier venues, punk rock venues and stuff that only had a couple microphones on offer mm-hmm. for for the band to use. Sometimes they would be like so disgusting with spit because they didn't use the cover. And the metal oh. part of the microphone gets like caked up Ew. or rusty Ew. because people are screaming into That's it all true. the time. Yeah. It's just getting like spit all Covered. over. Nobody cleans that shit. What? Just put the foam ball on there. I don't understand it. There must be a I reason. Think it's this, maybe an aesthetic thing. It looks bad. I think so too. It I, looks like a sporting event. Yeah. That's true. Like the aesthetics are of like, all right, we're here. We're here on the field, and uh, number twenty-seven has made a a, 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 touch, a touchover. Right. Well, yeah, and they must have to do it there because the wind, the, the wind and the crowd noise. I yeah. mean, there's no. You have to. Yeah. But then they have like the dumbest colors of the foam on those. It's always like the Kelly green. I love that. We used to have the colors. You still have a red one in there. I know the colors get nasty, though. The mm-hmm. reason I retired the red one is because it basically got like a spit and wine stain all over it from being close to my mouth for mm. two years. Well, the black ones just look elegant. I've really come around on this. Huh. But we have a, we have several colors still. I think we have a blue one and a gray one. Ew. Yeah. No, the gray one's gross looking because I think I had the gray one. Mm-hmm. It got flattened and then just never again. Riveting. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mic talk. Yeah. Great. But yeah, I, again, people, these are performers though, who sh- again, ostensibly should know what they're doing. It's maddening. Yeah, it's definitely strange. Also, this show is going to be bad. Like the costume and suit show of Carl shit. Who cares? Is that yeah. culturally relevant now? Like, I'm sure for some people it is, but I certainly don't give a fuck. That I can tell you. Like the every like my Twitter feed is because for some reason I get like, I think I followed the Brooklyn Museum for some stupid fucking reason. Don't know why. And they're like the Mooclair show. I'm like, who fucking cares? Ugh. Some mall shit. Yeah, maybe you were maybe you followed them so you could get updates on the next cause exhibition. Oh god. So you could get in there and get one of those dildos or whatever. What? Don't you remember that? Maybe that was I think that was actually Caroline Calloway doing a doing a funny. She made like 
the, the cause that you know the cause things that they sell like the in gift shops you know? and shit she like made them into a dildo how and then sold them herself how would she do that i'm not sure maybe got them recast or something okay. and elongated in silicone I might be making that up, too. I, I just is... have a vague impression in my head that that happened. It's possible I'm hallucinating. I think this is possibly a Brad post. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. That seems more like it. Yeah, but again, I, I can never tell with the mixing up of all these minor internet celebrities who started what, you know? Right. It's just an Ouroboros of cultural recycling. I have, I have no idea. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, culture's kind of in a Well, guess what? Funk. I thought I'd give all of our listeners an update because last week's episode was uh, so fraught mm-hmm. uh, with stress that it's over. I told you this last night, but it's over, folks. The apartment search is, is over. over. I have my new digs. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy about it. And I didn't talk to you too much at length about it. No. So I don't know where we left off on the podcast. I was really in the thick of it at that point. There were four. So what? Did, oh, two. okay. There okay. were two that were being waited upon. So what ended up? Here's what happened. So at that point, um, we had turned down. I believe this is where we left off on the podcast. We had turned down a decent place that we didn't love because we had two other applications out there that we really liked. Then. Prior to hearing from these other two applications, a place that had previously rejected us had their person drop out at the last minute and reached back out to us. Uh, It was the duplex. Did I ever describe that to you? The two-story one. And it was like it was the higher end of our price range, but it was like a laundry in unit upstairs, downstairs situation. That's lovely. Sort of. The problem is it's in one of these buildings where... They over-divided the building. So, yes, it's two floors, but you have a ginormous bedroom on the bottom floor that can't really be used for anything else because of its layout. And then on the top floor, you have a decent kitchen and then almost no living space. A very narrow apartment, Mm. if you can picture that. Mm. So, like, a kitchen up near the front towards the windows, and and your living space is small because there's a stairwell in the fucking middle of it. Uh, so imagine right. if this room see how much like you're losing because of our stairwell yeah. here. if that was in the room oh so it's not great actually mm. laundry is nice all yeah. of that is nice but it, it was very difficult to like utilize right. we were looking at it and taking measurements and we're kind of like whatever and then because it was on the top end of our price range and it's in one of these gentrified buildings where fucking no such thing as rent stabilization you're gonna get hit with a rent increase of whatever they want next year correct made us very skeptical but it was interesting that they had their person drop out and got back to us huh i decided to reach out to them and say listen this was the other thing giant broker fee oh no! i don't know how much we talked about the 15 percent broker fees but that's the new norm used to be one month now it's 15%, which That's is insane. at least two months in most cases. Yeah. It's crazy amounts of money. I texted these people back, and I'm like, hey, I'm only interested in this place if you can come down on that broker fee, like, more than 50%, because I'm not doing 15% with this place. And they're like, well, we've had so much interest that we don't see the need to come down, which is a thing you hear. That's a fucking lie, though, if you're rejecting people and then re- reaching back out. Well, no, they did They did have a tremendous amount of interest. Mm. The only reason I regarded these people's second message is because they came... That means we were number two in in oh. a pool of at least 30 or so right. applicants, which is kind of nice. Uh. That's amazing. But I said, no, fuck you, and we let it lapse. So then the two that we're really waiting for, over the course of the next two days... And a lot of pestering. We come to find out we've been been rejected from both of them. Oh, goody. So at the end of last week, we've turned down two places and been turned down from two. Yeah, that's about right. The calculated risk did not pay off. Mm. It was basically like back to square fucking one. It was a very low moment. Mm. That was incredibly depressing. To mm. be like, we could have had two places and we fucking Oops. abandoned them and didn't get the other ones. It also goes to show you, if you're ever in the market for apartments in New York right now or soon, it's fucking fierce out there. Like, you just never know. You know. That's why you got to do it in, like, November. No one moves in November. 
That's true, but I'll say about that, then you're also getting kind of slim pickings of whatever's around. I actually feel kind of like we it, we didn't have much to do with the decision, but our timing was actually kind of not bad. We avoided the summer rush of students taking everything. Right. And uh, also got decent picks because a lot of leases start and end around yeah. the springtime. People don't want to move in the winter. Hmm. So there you have it. But uh, so that's where we are at the end of last week. It's fucking depressing. We're like, fuck. We yeah. thought we were like c- kind of coming to the end of this process. And now we're basically having to just hit hit the ground running as if nothing had ever happened. So we do that. Um, Reach out to a broker. Random broker that like listed an apartment with an undisclosed address. What? But I was like, whatever. The price is really cheap. We'll just see. Of course, it's one of those things where she's like, don't have that one, but we have another one. Of course. We go and see the other one. This one is a seventeen hundred dollars, which oh, is, yeah, yeah. This incredible. is the one incredible. Yeah. And B is the biggest apartment that we see. Like five full rooms. That's insane. Yeah. Um it was huge. But it is in really rough shape. We had been seeing like pretty nice renovations. Like oh. in Ridgewood, it's all like owner operators, you know, yeah. not really real estate companies, some of them, but they all are landlords that live in or near their buildings and generally take good care of them. So to see a rough one, I'll just describe it as bed style. Mm. Meaning totally livable. No yeah. like major leaks or whatever, but just no new cabinetry, no new appliances, oh, yeah. dirty, you know, like grease stains in the cabinet, yeah. everything painted over a million times, paint splattered on the floor, oh. like a very shoddy job. Yeah. But a huge place, very inexpensive. Um, that broker was a firecracker. She was like a crazy Eastern European lady. Turns out she's an artist and she does this on the side. So that ingratiated us to her. Right. Whereas part of our previous saga was, you you know, we had been telling people when you're asked to describe yourself that we're artists, but we have separate studios, blah, blah, blah. And we got chastised for this eventually. And we're like, why the fuck are you telling people that? They're going to hear yeah. artists and they're going to think parties, mess, drugs. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting rejected because you're saying too much. Yeah. And then immediately the first one we see is this broker that's an artist and really likes us. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So that apartment, we get the impression when we leave the viewing that basically we're going to get it. She's she's like, look, I have one more people to show, but I'll treat them as a, as a second option, which she, to her credit, did. Mm-hmm. She introduced us to the landlord's mom. These fucking landlords and their mothers. Yeah. Duh. These these New York first-gen immigrants are real mama's boys. Let, no shit. Let me tell you. Duh. All of their mothers live in the building. You got to meet their mother. They got to run things by their mother. Yeah, it happened like five times. It's insane. It's not. It's like Goodfellas or something. Uh-huh. It's straight up like out of a movie yeah. how weird it is. So you're meeting all these like, you know, Russian grandmas or yeah. whatever. Having well, they're the ones, them. Because they're the ones who are actually pulling the shots. If they don't like you, you're out. You don't. That's 100% true. So we meet the grandma. The grandma thing goes well. You know, she's gunning for us, and it's and it's really going. But the other thing with our experience with landlords the entire time is that these people move with no urgency. That's weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm going there to the viewing. At that viewing of the rough apartment, the cheap one, I told the broker. I was like, we would put down the deposit right now. Like, where's the landlord? Can we go Let's meet him it. now? Yeah. Can we go do the papers now? We would do it now, mm-hmm. but it, nobody's like interested in doing this. So that's also a you know Eastern Bloc situation. They're like, oh no, we do the paperwork eventually. But at this point, it's like the twenty seventh of April, and these right. apartments are for May first. And she's like, you know, later that night. Okay, I talked to the landlord. He really likes you. He really likes your application, but you need to meet him. He can't meet you till Saturday. Saturday is the twenty ninth. It's only 30 days in the month. So we're like, okay, fine. We'll meet on Saturday. She's like, if everything goes well on Saturday, you can do the paperwork on Monday. (laughs) We're like, all right, fine. The thing is, for a week, we had another apartment on the back burner that we'd been trying to see that we had a video of. So we knew it was nice. We knew it was cheap, but we didn't know the price exactly. Hmm. And we kept trying to see this, and again, this landlord had canceled two different appointments with us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
we can't nail him down, but we finally nail him down for Saturday, same day that we're supposed to meet the other landlord and secure that place. Mm. Appointment of the apartment we hadn't seen yet, 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Appointment with the apartment we did see and are potentially going to sign for later, 1 p.m. Oh, yeah, you can do that. We go to the 11 a.m. appointment. Not on time. Um, no. Oh. He's there. Everybody's there. In wow. fact, he's there before the broker's there. Wow. Which is nice. Um, Re and I are both in a weird, dazed state because we'd gone out with friends of hers the night before and gotten drunk as hell Oy. and gotten into a stressed out argument and we're just like dead <laughs> to, dead to right. You know, like we were both just like zombified. Right. Like, you know, everything was fine, but not a, not excited to be doing this. Right. So he shows up. We walk in. It's exactly like the video, but it's in really good condition. And mm-hmm. that's all I wanted to see because it's this low-res vid. So I knew what the layout was like. I just wanted to see the rooms with my own eyes, you know, check, check the dimensions, yeah. make sure everything looked good. It's in really good shape. The ceilings are much higher than mm-hmm. the other place, which I really like. The ceiling's got, like, original metal uh, in the in the kitchen, you know. Like oh, like the, a tin roof? Yeah, it's painted over, but it's there. Yeah. Um, it's just in great shape. Better light, higher ceilings, but it's not as big. Yeah. It's a little more expensive, but not insane. So, 2000 mm-hmm. And I should mention that both of these are rent-stabilized. Oh. We did mm-hmm. not know that about the $2,000 place. Mm. We learned that about the $1,700 place immediately. Mm. And the $2,000 place, so we show up. We're having an awkward interaction with this landlord who's really autistic and weird. I, you know, shouts out. He's nice, but... On first blush, it was just we we just didn't know how to react to him. You know, right. he, he wasn't he was weirdly intense without being enthusiastic, right. which is hard to read. Yeah, in a, in a first encounter situation, and of course we're dazed, so we're just not saying much. And at this point, I'm exhausted from these things. I'm not even trying to impress the guy. Yeah, I'm just like, what's the deal with this? What's the deal with that? So we ask him. We learn oh, it is rent stabilized. Okay, great. We learn the rate because we didn't know. We just knew it was in our range, but what's the price? Mm-hmm. 2000 almost on the dot it's $2001 because of the weird rent stabilization mm. shit. So that checks a lot of boxes, you know, we're looking at each other, we're like let's confer what's the vibe and we're, and both kind of like I was immediately like I like this one better. Just on vibes alone I was like it's nicer. I'm looking for a life upgrade. I want the nicer one. Like I just mm-hmm. want it. And Reese like yeah, it like it looks great. Everything's great. You know, there's storage issues in there. It, it had really limited on closets is the problem. But yeah. with an extra room, oh. you can figure all that out. Yeah. So this is a four-room place. It also oh, has yeah. a really nice layout with a eat-in kitchen where you can put a table oh. as well as a living room. And there's sort of an island between the kitchen and the living room. So it's one big... Oh, like the... Yeah, yeah. It's nice. I like it a lot. So we're like, yeah, we'll go for it. So we tell the guy... I'm kind of tentative, actually, because we have this other appointment coming up. We tell the guy, like, yeah, we're interested. Like, we'll be in touch, you know? Mm-hmm. And we kind of leave to go get a coffee between appointments and talk about it further. And the broker texts me and goes, like, please let me know if you like this. Like, he's already seen your application. He said he likes you guys. He said that the person that was waiting to see the apartment, there was someone literally in the hallway while we're looking at mm-hmm. it. Well, it wasn't a good fit. So let me know. And So that's kind of encouraging. We confer with each other. We're like... All right, let's tell him we'll take it. So I tell him we'll take it. And I say, like, here's the issue, though. I don't mention the other appointment. But I'm like, we have other things in the works. Uh, If he wants us to take the apartment, like, I want to do the paperwork today. Just to get it done. I want to do it now. Like, I want this process to be over. I'm tired of being this stringing along in uncertainty. Like, I want to do the paperwork today. And they're like, we can't do the paperwork today, but he'll take your deposit today. Oh. And I said, okay, you know... Great. That's as good as paperwork as far as I'm concerned. As yeah, soon as yeah. you have money in escrow and they take it off the market, right. as long as you're not doing any more viewings of this place. Yeah. Fine. So it's kind of a tense moment because Rhea and I are talking and we're like, all right, first of all, I have to Venmo somebody $2,000, which is always fun. That's not insignificant. Right. You know, and, they're, and you have to like get their phone number to confirm that and yeah. they're not responding to their texts in timely fashion, all this shit. Also... We are supposed to be at an appointment by now. Like it's like fifteen minutes before our next appointment is starting. By the right. time this whole process takes place, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna have to tell the other broker. Like, 
that is expecting us to do the same thing yeah. in about 20 minutes that we're out. Yeah. And yeah, whatever. I'm getting a little bit emotional about it because I'm a sensey boy, especially Why? when I'm Who in a stressed out state. And I just really liked this broker. She was a sweet lady. I talked to her a lot on the phone. She did work really hard for us. This was like a days long process. She made it happen. I'm also just thinking in <sighs> my, my also my only reservation was I was just thinking in terms of dollars and cents. I was like 1700 is a lot less than 2000. But is it? I had to remind myself we never expected to even see a seventeen hundred dollar play. That was just like right. an incredible fluke that came our way. Our low end was two grand. Like yeah. this is already cheap. We were expecting to pay twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. That's what most things were. Ooh. So to be under that it was a blessing already. Yeah. So I'm thinking those two things and we gotta cancel on this person. So I cancel on the person. We send the money. That broker ended up being really sweet at the end of the day. She just texted me back and was like, all all smiley faces, like, oh, it's no problem. I'll find somebody else. Like, you guys are great to work with. Blah, blah. She was really sweet. Yeah. Made me, like, tear up a little bit because I was vulnerable. Why are you such a bitch? Well, I know. Ree was like, you're even worse than me. Like, it's just a business transaction. It's business. Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. And they've done this to us already, other brokers. Yeah. But, like, these people are doing this to us left and right. So yeah, but the... you shouldn't care. But so, yeah, we do the deposit. And then, you know, it's still a little bit, I'm still a little bit tense because they have to stipulate to you in this legal fashion, you know, you're sending us this deposit. This is what it means. If the landlord chooses to back out, your money is fully refundable. If you choose to back out, it's not. That's how the escrow works. But I'm like, I'm talking to this broker and I'm like, look, I know that's like the legal terms that you have to tell me, but like this guy cannot back out. Like, I want you to understand we're turning down a, a sure thing for this. And she's like, I know. He's not going to do that, blah, 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 blah. But so meanwhile, for 24 more hours at least, might have been more like 36 or 48, I'm like, just please don't let this guy come up with some reason to not want to do this. Because now we're, now we're out two apartments again. Yeah. Like, these calculated risks that you're making the whole time, like, they yeah. have to pay off. Yeah. And because I got burned the other t- couple times, I'm like, fuck if this doesn't pay off, I'm going to be fucking pissed off, you know? Long story short. It's fine. It's all good. Yeah. It just takes them. They have. They don't move with any speed. It just takes them 36 hours to get me the lease. We get the lease signed. It takes. I'm, I'm still don't have the keys, though. Oh. I had to get a bank check today, and I'm like, hey, I have the fucking money. I would like to give you a lot of money. Can I get the fucking keys to the place that I'm currently paying for? It's May 1st. Mm. And he's like, can we do it tomorrow? Fine, we'll fucking do it tomorrow. But it's just at every stage, they're like... Dragon. It's just dragon and dragon and dragon. Nobody wants to get this shit done with. I get for the landlords, they don't care. I mean, yeah, they have no. a building with six units in it. They, it. they don't give a shit. Whatever, they're getting five of those checks already. Like, yeah, no. They can wait a month. And, and, I, and you know, Rhee's, of course, very nervous. She hasn't moved in a long time. And I just kept trying to tell her, I was like, you got to think about, like... You think there's like a calculated and paranoiac reason why these people are doing things? No. My landlord left the apartment above us empty for like three years and then randomly rented it one day to five people instead of me. So none yeah. of these decisions like are reasonable no. or logical or mean anything or, you know, it's just totally whimsy. Yeah. Um, but anyway... I feel great that it's done, and I think I think we made a good choice. I hope you know it's so tough with these decisions because we don't know who our neighbors are. Oh, you know, you well. just never know how it's going to shake out. But you just got to go on a vibe and not have any regrets. But oh, here's the other thing that was major, totally symbolic, but I love it. Uh, we managed to keep a Brooklyn address. How? Because the whole time. We're looking in Ridgewood, Queens, right? And in the back of my head, I'm like, man, a I don't want to fucking live in Queens. I don't want to have a Queens address. Yeah. I don't want to change my artist bios and shit to say lives and works around Queens. That's when you just say, you know, lives and works in Brooklyn because that's where your studio is. Yeah. You know, it's called lying. At the same time, though, at this point, I'm married to Ridgewood. I mean, it's such a nice neighborhood. I can't wait to live somewhere quiet. I can't mm-hmm. wait to live somewhere where everything is well kept, where there are bars and restaurants and where I'm close to the subway. I mean, that is not a thing I've ever experienced mm. in all this time here. You have a beautiful J train. 
four blocks away. What are you talking about? I will quote a guy on The Daily Show from eight years ago that said, The J train? Where the fuck am I supposed to go on the J train? You can go everywhere. And it's a point I will never forget. But so now I, li- now I live two blocks from the DeKalb L. Oh. And uh, seven blocks from the Seneca M. So Ew. both things are much closer than the subway is to here. And mm. the L is steps from my door. I mean, that's going to be a game yeah, changer. Let me tell you a little something about that L train. It works when it wants to. I know. I'm not stoked about it. It's also, <laughs> it's also a very crowded train. But here's yeah. the thing. I don't have to take it. I also live closer to the M than I currently do, so I oh. can take the same way to work if I like it better. Yeah. Anyways. But we kept a Brooklyn address. We are as close to Queens as we are to Lewis Avenue from here. Oh, but it's across but the... But it's yeah. across the one street that makes it Brooklyn and not Queens. So it's technically it's kind of amazing, yes. Oh, that's that's fine. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Ugh. No, I was walking... When we were walking around, like, Fifth Avenue and, like, by D... Like, south of the whatchamacallit what's that bean uh barclays mm-hmm. i was like oh you can just kind of wander and there's stuff over here oh shit's nice there's not a goddamn subway anyway i guess there's a queue who needs a fucking queue train um yeah i don't know but i was like oh you don't have to walk seven blocks for stuff the ability to just do stuff Ugh. close yeah I'm really looking forward to it. I, I can't stuff lie. that's close. Ugh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, I look forward to the I look forward to the eventual housewarming. Now, now the process, the second stage begins. I got to buy stuff. You have no things. I know. <laughs> and and Re has very few things oh, herself. God. But that's also kind of exciting. Aside from the fact that I'm spending like fifteen. How many fights do you want to have in IKEA? Um. Good question. That's probably going to happen this week. We have to make the IKEA trip. Ew. So we'll see. Have fun. Uh, uh, but we both agree on bed for the most part. King bed, of course. King. Um, oh yeah. Jesus, does it fit in the room? Just barely. But that's what why the there's f- two rooms. <laughs> yeah, like what? Uh, mm, I. Mm, mm. So we know already know king bed. We we're going to get high bed. Yeah. Which I think is controversial, but for storage reasons, it's necessary. Low beds are out. Really? Is that mm-hmm. true? Yeah. Okay. It's because we as millennial people are now aging, and mm. our aesthetic is uh, we can't have fucked up back anymore. That's very true, too. So at least it's like, you know, you know, like table. Table yes. height's a little tall. This table. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like just a, like four inches down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like low shits. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Yeah. The other thing we already agree on is that we both like basically this couch. I'm Everyone loves this. I'm couch. insisting on an L couch like this mm-hmm. basically. If not the exact Wayfair one and equivalent, but It is no longer made. No. That really? was that was the very last one of that couch. Really? It was a clearance couch and it you had to fish it out of a FedEx sorting because there were no other ones to replace it. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And it comes in gray, I think. Gray might be okay. Yeah. It's like that shitty millennial gray, though. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm not crazy about that. I just wish it was bigger. Well, if there's a bigger version. I think there is an, an, 80, I will there's an 84. Yeah. Yes, that's what I want. There's an 84, yeah. The other thing is, I'm going to... This is con- this is controversial. We might fight over this. I, in spite of all the money I'm currently spending, I really, really, really want a $1,300 OLED TV. That's fucking insane. And I think I'm going to get it. Why don't you just wait for a bonus? I'm going to get it as a treat for me- for myself. Why, why don't you just... I don't understand. Will, it has true blacks in over a billion colors. How often do you actually turn on a TV? Well, I can, I can airplay from the iPad. <laughs> just get a like bigger ipad it's the same amount of money <laughs> that's true and you use it probably more i definitely use it more but no i want the nice i want the nice thing Ugh, i don't understand i really want it bad it's stupid so it doesn't have to happen immediately but yeah just, i'm considering it 
you it's, could, it's under advisement. Right you now. could have a two hundred dollar TV that's fine and does TV things for the off chance. Well, just to make it clear to the listener that's not really invested in the TV market, what I am saying is completely insane. Yeah, because the same model that's four K and everything, but just uses LED technology instead of OLED technology, three hundred like three hundred dollars. Yeah, TVs are at the cheapest they've like ever been yeah. in human history, and I want the most expensive one. Stupid. <laughs> that's some suburban. <laughs> male behavior just the idea of true blacks is what i want who fucking the cares? pixels go out they're black they're not uh gray go to a movie theater if you want no like, I, I want it at home so i don't have to do that anymore i don't understand and i want to fuss around with the settings and get it exactly perfect how i like it perhaps cut a hole in the wall and mount it flush to the drywall that's my ultimate dream. That's psychotic. That is ab- actually psychotic. <laughs> and then I want to have like a painting on like a James Bond switch so that I can hit a button that's in the armrest of the couch and it slides the painting over and there's your OLED TV. That would be real nice. That's my fancy dream. That's my fancy boy dream to set up. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, good luck with that. Um, but no. Um yeah, no, that's insane. Yeah. No. It probably won't happen. I think no. I, I think I'm going to what I'm doing right now is very consciously avoiding looking at the numbers in the bank. Oh. And I think the first time I have to see them, you're going to be like, Ooh! "I'm going to panic and eat nothing but rice for a while." Okay. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. The numbers supposed to go up. When it goes down, I get scared. I don't like that. So, we'll see. Mm. We'll see if I have enough left over for the OLED. I don't but. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once once you realize, honestly, to be fair, I do think maybe doing an IKEA run, not the not the not the move. Just have all the shit delivered via Wayfair. No, no. Here's the thing, Re- and then it's just delivered, regardless of where we order from. Of it's just a lot of money. It's getting delivered. There's no question about that. Oh, you don't want to halt, throw everything in your truck? No, 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 no. Because there's too much to even do that. I, oh. I, and some of the things we have to get wouldn't even fit in my car. Right. So the the quest to go to IKEA is to check firmnesses, check finishes. Mattress is the real... Don't buy a King IKEA bed. Is the real big one. That's insane. We might. We might have to. That is the... No. There's a specific IKEA mattress that Rhea is a real fan of because a friend of hers has it. So if we can find that one in the correct firmness, that might be the one. Just order a Casper. You know, but again, or, you, how am I going to afford the OLED if I'm dropping all this money on a mattress? What do you, I'd what, rather what do you actually use the- more? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Well, no. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see. I mean, but it's going to be a process. My point is just that it, we're not going there in order to actually get anything. We're oh. going there to make... Oh. determinations oh that's so. terrible oh no we'll see oh no oh god oh oh a king ikea match what the fuck maybe we'll get some bookshelves and some ice cube trays and stuff stuff that's uncontroversial that you just already mm. know what it is maybe table and chairs yeah i mean we gotta I mean we gotta get so much stuff it's like it's really kind of insane yeah table and chairs couch uh bed we have to get we have to basically get standing closets because there's no closets in the bedroom. That's two hundred bucks. So yeah. Yeah. No, it's gonna be costly. You could build closets. I'm thinking about that. The it, problem the problem I have with that idea is that I just tried to build a frame for a painting, which mm. should be next to nothing. Uh-huh. I mean, what is it? It's a it's a bunch of one by threes so right. bullshit. The cost of lumber is still so insane yeah. that I couldn't even afford to do that. Oh. It was two-thirds of the price of just getting a professional framer to do it. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, no. To get the lumber and supplies I needed to build a frame. So I'm really worried about the idea of building that mm. stuff because I'm like, what is expensive? Like, mm. it's more expensive than getting the finished thing. So we'll see. Hmm. I'm going to do that in some instances. I'm going to have to. But, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm really attracted to that because you can custom fit dimensions to, like, weird jags and walls yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? I really like doing It can doing also just that. be flush. You all, yeah. all we really need to do is uh, 
clothing rod to one part of a wall and then just build a container around it. Yeah, I'm I'm really open to this idea, but I need to, you know, I need to get the fucking keys to the apartment and get back in there and do some more precise measurements mm-hmm. cuz all I did was like take like floor dims, you know, but oh, no. I would like to see about all of this stuff. So mm. We'll see, but that's all fun. That's all exciting stuff. That's mm. stuff that I like. I mean, it's going it's going to be stressful in its own right, but we gave ourselves plenty of time to move and set up and, and figure out and figure out all this stuff. Right. Uh and you know, we were talking last week about like sublimating uh, emotional distress into operational things. Yeah. Well, now we're on to the operational stage where where yeah. taking effective action is uh, easy. Yeah. And and kind of fun. Like I like working with my hands. I like setting up furniture, even assembling dumb IKEA shit. Fine with me. I don't mind that. When have you ever? Oh, a billion times. I did this. I did all these bookshelves. What? No. Yeah. No. Oh, put him on the wall. Yeah. You didn't you didn't get that Allen wrench out though. I definitely did, at least for some of them. One maybe. One or two at least. Mm. But that's beside the point. I fucking hung them on the wall. That's Give me a break. <laughs> I also assembled the fucking couch. I mean, yeah, of course. The couch dude. came assembled. What no it did not. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. I had to break it down. Well, here's the thing. It came in three or four boxes. Yeah. Real deep fans of the podcast will remember this. Shout out cat. Um the I had to cut it out of the boxes to fit it in your oh, right. godforsaken go kart, <laughs> and then I brought it yeah. home and had to assemble it because you were working the whole time and we had an event the next day. Oh, Don't know I, if you remember that. I, but I, I do. Oh no, Pepperidge I, Farm remembers. What? Remember that meme? No. Okay. No, I remember having to assemble one part of it though when I got home, because it, it was only like half of the couch. You're like, there's no cushions. I'm like, yes, there are. You may have had to help me assemble it yeah i'll give you that i I put legs on one of them I, okay because we only got one half i put together one half of it oh right because we received one half yes. and then i had to go pick up the other two parts yeah uh-huh. or three parts whatever it was yeah yeah okay fine you assembled i assembled most stool. of it yeah no you didn't you yeah. assembled part of it i assembled a lar- <laughs> pretty large chunk <laughs> pretty large chunk um well, that's exciting. Again, you just have to spend so much money now. I know. I have to spend so much money. And then, you you know, you're, we're not even getting into sheets and tablecloths and runners and all manner of little things that are going to nickel and dime thousands of dollars out of you. Mm-hmm. That's yes. why you do it slowly over time. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, <laughs> because, because we mutually have so little in terms of this stuff, I mean, we kind of... You kind of yeah. can't. You know what I mean? Well, you just so. get a drop cloth from Home Depot as a tablecloth. Duh. I'm fine with that. But again, I mean, I got to negotiate all this stuff. He's not super picky, but I think they're, you know, she she wants to be in charge of decorating. She's wow. allowing, she's like, look, you can install all the things you want. You know, mm. we'll do all of that. The feng shui is kind of, you know, that's a mutual choice. But, you know, I get a lot of input there. But when it comes to stuff like that, when it comes to the soft goods, oh. I kind of I have to. I'm, that's not my department. I'm mm. checking out. You know, hmm. that's you know that's all on her. So we'll see. Well, although she has complimented your taste many many times yeah. of this place, so it'll probably just you know if you want the same couch, just buy more pillows than you need. See that I'm against. This well, might this might insane. cause conflict because I think she's definitely in, into the pillows. Yeah, but I I want less than I want zero pillows. I don't. That want, is insane. I don't like pillows. That is bonkers. They just are in the way. I have to move them every time. <sighs> Incorrect take. <laughs> Incorrect take. So I have. Done... That might be my spiciest take. I know everyone's going to disagree with. Yeah, because it's wrong. Yeah. It is. You need the pillows. What the fuck? Do you know how many? Do you know how many pillows this man has purchased since I've dated him? Six. Wow. We went from pancake pillows to wow. You an guys assortment. are just going to have a house full of uh, soft discarded goods. chairs, pillows, and bags of Taco Bell. It's going to look like an episode <laughs> of Hoarders. There's going to be uh, every chair from the local elementary school from I 1952. Almost, and when you know, I tell you I um, I had to break for some chairs that were outside of an <laughs> antique store today, I shit you not. There's an antique store in Putnam, and they had all the chairs outside. And I went, "Ooh, baby, that's a wishbone chair. Do I need another one?" Well, you know, 
once I'm out of here, you you can get into the chairs. I'm surprised, my friend, that you haven't delved into eBay. I hate eBay. I think you would really appreciate it. I hate it. You'd find some really good stuff on there. The thing is, if you're going to buy furniture, your shipping costs are going to be... Astronomical. This is why. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Uh But there's good stuff on there, man. You get postcards mailed to you that cost nothing to send. Mm -hmm. Do you know the base cost of a vintage chair? The shipping cost? It's got to be 400 bucks. Go, go higher. Really? Wow. So say you spend eight hundred dollars on a yeah chair. Probably eight to a thousand to get it to you. Wow, damn! What do they crate it or something? Jesus mm-hmm. Christ! I don't fucking no. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I kind of believe that though. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. No, you got to like if if it's drivable. Like, there's estate sales like in Connecticut mm-hmm. that I always like kind of keep an eye on. But I'm like, fuck! You got to drive to fucking Hartford and get it back. You should do that. Why wouldn't you do that? Have you ever driven through Hartford? Yeah. That sucks. It does suck, yeah. Connecticut is a shithole. Yeah. Let's be honest. Uh, if you're not if you're not near the Atlantic Ocean in Connecticut, sucks. You might as well be in Detroit. Kind of. It, it's pretty bad up there. Hartford especially you're like, "Oof." Yeah. Got to go. It's just a bunch of, you know, I forget where I heard this, but you know how the Midwest is like a bunch of steel workers that lost their gerbs? Yeah. The Northeast, outside of the major corridors where it's fancy, are it's just a bunch of fishermen that lost their gerbs. Yeah. So it's actually really trash. Yeah. Yeah. New England is full of trash. Duh. You know. The oldest trash, too. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, unless you're like... Yeah, this is the trash that washed up directly from Europe at the turn of the century. Yeah. Not good trash. Mm -mm -mm. You don't want that trash. No. The Irish? Oof. Keep it. Oh, man. Okay. Well, we hit hit one owl. I have so much to talk about, though. We didn't talk about the orchard thing. We got to save all this. Oh, 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 you read it? Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You want to move on? Yeah. All right. 